Assalamu alaikum. Hi guys, my name is Amina and welcome to another episode of Learn Islam podcast. This podcast is where you will find information, discussions and enlightenment that will hopefully widen and deepen your knowledge of Islam, inshallah. In this episode, let us listen to the Q&A segment of the Adil Knowledge Retreat, I Need a Break. Our speakers answer questions raised by the public regarding challenges they face with regards to mental health. So, uh, inshallah, right now we will uh, proceed to our panel discussion or our Q&A session. So, for those who have any questions, you may do so by uh, typing in, in the chat box. But currently, we see, you can see that there are two people who um, have raised their hands. So, for No Rashida and also Wida, we will be addressing your questions first. So what you can do is you can uh, unmute your mic and we will try to make it a bit more uh, interactive, inshallah. Okay, so we can start with No Rashida. Whenever you are ready, you can unmute your mic or I will unmute your mic and you will you can answer, you can uh, ask your questions to the speakers. Okay, I think uh, there are some techni technical difficulties, but we can try to ask the other participants first, okay? We will try asking Adila, okay, since she has raised her hand. So, uh, thank you everyone, uh, the speakers and uh, Ustad for the very beneficial and inspiring uh, speech. I, my name is Adila. So, when I was younger, I was told by several doctors that I may be having OCD, Obsessive Compulsive Disorder. And when I did my research, it is true that I'm experiencing many of the signs and symptoms of OCD. However, to my parents, it's just what they call as gangguan setan and or what they term as waswas. They also have negative impressions on the drugs and do not agree when doctors, doctors advise me to take such a medication. So I've been struggling with this OCD for many years now and it has gotten worse recently. Now I've reached a point where I feel so exhausted and I wish to seek my professional help. So my question to Ustaz is, is there a line separating waswas and obsessive compulsive disorder? Or in your opinion, is, like a, is it like a two-in-one kind of thing? And my question to Dr. Radia is, what are the steps to seek, uh, to seek help? Meaning, can I go directly to Club Heal or should I visit my doctor to get a referral letter first? So, yeah, those are my questions. Thank you very much. Okay, good, good question. Uh, moderator, do, do you want us to respond now or do you want to collect uh, a couple of questions? So I will um, have another person to uh, to ask the question. Then we can have a uh, move of you or even the three of you to answer the questions, inshallah. Okay, right now I will um, allow Nora Shikin to ask your question. Okay, first of all, I, I would like to thank Adil for doing uh, such an event because I find that um, mental health is something which is um, a topic which I think uh, shouldn't be stopping halfway. Like, we should be continuing doing this topic and also to the speakers. Everyone is just so much over. And um, of course, I would like to ask this um, to Dr. Radia. Okay. Uh, it's because uh, I suffered um, psychological trauma four years back. So I was having like suicidal thoughts or that. So um, after when I uh, done my uh, counseling all that, so I would like just to ask when people ask um, whether why is mental health is very, very difficult to heal upon the counseling sessions that we had. How can we uh, how can we answer to that? Is it a no heal matter or there is a healing but it just uh, takes time? Yeah, so that's what I wanted to ask. Okay, thank you, Narjikin. So I think we can have the speakers to address um, the, the the questions, inshallah. I I, I was reading uh, the questions posted. Uh, 
uh, and listening to Padre, uh, Padre Faisal. These are very good questions. If I can say, just briefly say, I think Dr. Ryder and I, we have shared some of the, uh, some of the ideas, some of the concepts. And then you see these living examples in, in Brother Faisal. Uh, in as much as we can tell you, okay, this is what we're supposed to do, but it is unlike going through this personally, and, and probably Brother Faisal has better advice to, to all of you. But I cannot but really underline this very, 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 very important point. And Dr. Radia has repeated this many times, namely the stigma. No, and, and, and therefore I mentioned earlier, uh, the, the, um, no, it, it's not the body only, and it's not just the soul only, but more importantly also the culture. Now, how, how we understand. I, if I tend to recall my days, my younger days, topic like this is a taboo. You cannot possibly talk about this. No, the thought of IMH, uh, Woodbridge, uh, then it was Woodbridge. Right? I mean, the, the, the word Woodbridge carries a really serious stigma. No, even by passing by, I still remember this clearly. You know, even when you pass by IMH, Woodbridge Hospital then was called. Yeah, it was a great stigma, cultural, and that is the the first. I think that is the first inhibition that we need to clear. We need to talk about this, and because of this cultural thing and all these issues like the, the idea of was was, kurang uh, iman, and so on and so forth. So. Uh, when when uh, uh, Sanila asked about this was was uh, OCD, yeah, we, we we can give it in in, in different names, uh, uh, different scientific terms and so forth. And and this is precisely uh, my 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 point. When we want to when we reduce something to solely physical, medical, or we reduce something to solely iman and spiritual, it, it cannot be that way. It has to. We need to understand this in holistic. So this idea of was was and so on partly is cultural, is stigma. How we understand this was was, partly also our our ignorance of all this, and uh, and uh, to find an easy way. Supposedly, solah prayer may be the way to do that. And I I I saw uh, I read some posting about if someone is not ready to do solah and, and someone who has lost hope in Allah Subhanahu Taala. So what do you do? You, you, you argue with him or her theologically, you force him to solar, you tell him this is, the, this is basically the, the treatment, you cannot do that. No, the, the self is not, the nafs is not ready for that. So therefore, we don't be judgmental, we don't judge. People, someone is going through this struggle. I mean, by the father will, will surely be able to share with you more. One is going through this struggle. And being judgmental is the last thing that you want to do. No, and to just simply pinpoint your problem is your your iman is is weak. I think that is you 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 will only kill him. No, you you you're not helping him at all. So if if someone is unable to pray for for whatever reason, I mean probably no. This, this depression is due to betrayal, the feel of betrayal. No, when you feel betrayed by someone, even you feel betrayed by your religion, even you feel betrayed by God. Why am I going through this process? Why, why, why am I having all these illness, diseases, and so so forth? So you feel betrayal. Yeah? So you, you cannot just simply force someone to do the, the prayer, the, the, the puasa, and so so forth. We must hold judgment. We must appreciate that this person is going through this process. And Allah SWT most merciful. 
Allah most merciful. Don't, here you don't come with hukum fikih three times start solat Jumaat and then that's, you know what I mean? You, you cannot take a fiqh approach. You don't take a legal approach. That is the last thing that you want to do. Yeah, so you, you, you want to be human. Yeah, you want to be, you want to understand the struggle, the spiritual struggle that someone is going through. So this is not just waswasa. Uh, yes, that we, we understand the waswasa, but there are many aspects which obviously we need certain, uh, uh, certain, uh, certain treatment. And this is, uh, all these are treatable, if you say. And all these are, no, you, you can treat them. But the Faisal is a living experience. Yes, it takes many years. How many years does it take, Brother uh, Faisal, for you? More than a decade? Yeah, it's it's long. So so we need to we need to have that patience. We need to 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 really and this is the this is the the idea of mujahada, no? The idea of mujah and and I think and I pray to Allah's partner for for Brother Faisal that those a decade or so in this struggle in this jihad, he will be rewarded abundantly, and that is his jihad. That is his salat, his puasa. He may not during that ten years or so may not be doing. I don't know about the Fazal. Uh, <laughs> he may, may not be doing like tahajjud, puasa, as you and I do. But that is the jihad. He will be rewarded, inshallah, abundantly and eventually go through this. So we, we, we need to understand, uh, and, and this is the idea of balance that, 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 that one asks. I, I will get back to some of these questions. I see very important questions, but I just want to underline this issue of stigma. No? Underline this issue of cultural aspect. So it's bodily, it's spiritual, and it's also cultural. And Alhamdulillah, Club Hill and various others are doing good public education programs to lift and to address the stigma and cultural issues. We are still quite a long way to go, but I think we have made uh, uh, some improvement in terms of how we understand. And the fact that we, are, we want to talk about this mental illness openly, the fact that Brother Faisal wants to share this openly, it is a step forward. And we will continue in this struggle in, in, in educating the public, inshallah. Thank you, Sir Dr. Hanan Hassan. Uh, can we now have Dr. Radha Salim to address some of the questions that were posed earlier? All right, Bismillah. Um, yes, uh, the question uh, about um, OCD, uh, um, uh, you can approach Club Hill directly uh, you can email us info at clubhill.org.sg because uh, when you talk about ECG, OCD, it's not just say the doctor taking the medication, it's everything, you know, the social aspect, the psychological aspect. The social aspect is, you know, you want acceptance from your parents. So although your parents may not understand, inshallah at Club Hill, we try to reach out to the family members. Sometimes if you try to say, you know, you try to explain to your own family members, they may not listen, but they may listen to someone outside the family. And at Club Hill, we also have caregiver support groups where caregivers share with each other uh, their experiences. So it's also caregiver to caregiver sharing and um, education. So uh, yeah, so I think um, please uh, welcome to you know, uh, use the service of Club Hill. I think the other question is about 
PTSD and how difficult it is. Um, sorry, um, the important thing is you you want to get better, you want to recover. So it's you know you want to get so the important thing is to get all the resources that's available. So um, again, you can come to Club Hill, and we do have counselors. Uh, the thing about our counselors, uh, I suppose, uh, quite a number of them are Malays and Muslims. So I guess culturally they are attuned to Malays and Muslims in the community. Although of course at Club Hill we do serve everyone uh, regardless of uh, race or religion if they would like to have our service uh, um yeah i agree with uh, dr hanana when he said yes uh, prayer is definitely although prayer plays a part in healing when a person is not ready it's not helpful at all to say to a hey, you need to pray you know because that's already a judgmental stance you're not praying that's why you don't get better for me always the important thing always 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 is to show that you care show your genuine concern to the loved one you know uh, your family members your friend when they engage them when they feel that you really care you know you really are concerned and you win their trust and confidence then they're more likely to uh, heed your advice or you know agree to seek further treatment. But if you don't have that relationship with that person, it's very difficult. So that's why uh, Club Hill, we do have people who don't really want to seek help, but and the family members are concerned. So we empower the family members because family, you know, usually we're closer to our family, but members you know our family members it's true like they are our biggest uh help but they can also stress us up <laughs> a lot of people develop uh mental health challenges uh, due to something that happened in the family could be within the family so they are they are our challenge but they are also our biggest resource <laughs> yeah i and then yeah, so uh, in terms of, if you think your, there's a question about the parent, uh, you, you know, um, question says, I think our parents are depressed, but they don't want to seek help. And they deny that they're depressed. So I guess, if, you know, it has to come from that person, you know, you cannot, um, if you impose your views on another person. So all these things are the, compassionate kind communication is key to winning the confidence of the loved one to seek help uh i don't know whether faisal got anything to add but faisal, if, if you can share with us yeah. how how your family has been an important factor the love and care the passion that you get from the family uh, how does this help in your recovery uh, at that moment in my life, I don't know where to do. Thanks for all edit. Thanks for all doing everything, doing green job. My my brothers and my my siblings don't communicate with me anymore. The only people that I can trust is parents, and I think trust is a very very strong factor in recovery. The person that you trust. So I trusted my parents, and my parents trust me that I can be okay. My mom told me, I know you'll be okay. The way she said it, her voice, her tone of voice, was so consoling that, that yeah, today I'm okay. Yeah. 
So I think the trust is there between ch a child and the parents, and that trust. Parents do not stigmatize their children. I I, I do not get stigma stigma from my parents you know, seeing me as an, a failure, a bad person. They always believe that I will be okay. Yeah. <laughs> so we can see that trust and family are two important aspects in uh, recovery. Inshallah. Okay. Thank you, everyone, for addressing the questions. Um, Right now, we will have the others to um, ask the questions, but for the benefit of everyone, especially the participants, we have shared uh, the Q&A, the questions uh, publicly. Okay, So you can uh, scroll through the Q&A box and you can uh, upvote, Okay, you can like the questions that you think um, is uh, important to be addressed. Okay, and then we will have them addressed to the speakers, inshallah. But in the meantime, we will have those who have um, raised their hands to ask uh, the speakers. Okay, so again, we can we we will try again to have uh, Norashida to um, ask the question live, inshallah. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Okay, okay. I'm uh, actually a depression uh, patient. Depression patient with uh, anxiety and PTSD. I'm currently undergoing MH treatment and my religion classes in the mosque and other outside classes. But I still have this um, feeling whenever I lousy, I suicidal thought. And uh, how can I actually integrate my these four faculties that Dr. Hanan shared with us earlier? That's one of my questions. In terms of Dr. Radia, is there any club hill in the eastern side or near Bangkok? And then for Brother Faisal, do you face any stigma right now in this society, right, from your family or society or anyone that with that thing that you actually encountered at this moment in this year 2020? How do you cope it? Okay, thank you, Norshida, for the questions. Okay, we will try to have another one um, to ask. Uh, okay, let us have uh, Wida. Okay, Wida, if it's okay for you to ask your question, we will be unmuting your mic. If it's okay. Okay, if it's not, then we will have Wanda. Okay, Wanda. Assalamualaikum. Uh, Assalamualaikum. I'm Ustad and uh, Dr. Adia. I'd like to ask uh, about my um, 11 year old son who um, constantly. Um, says that he feels lonely, empty, and sad almost on a daily basis. I try to um, reassure him that I'm here for him and then he is loved and it's okay um, to not feel happy all the time. And I also brought him to see a psychologist, but so far no change. So what's the best way to deal with this um, situation? Thank you. Okay, thank you, Wanda. So let me um, ask the uh, speakers to address them before we proceed to answer the written ones, inshallah. There are many questions about this balance. How do we uh, how do we ensure that there's this balance? Eh? Uh, and and let me try to end. This will also address a bit, Sister uh, Rashida's question. Yeah. Now, obviously, there is no barometer to to really see where's the cop in terms of our, you know, the 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 health and the raw and so on so forth. You know, uh, some sometimes we think we always think, supposedly scientifically, we want to quantify everything and then we do that. Uh, we 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 cannot deal with this spiritual thing like that. If even the the physical things, I mean, 
I know cancerous patient, for example, and one can think that this is really medical, this is really chemical, scientific. Uh, and therefore, one, one can think that 2 plus 2 equals to 4. But the treatment varies from one person to another. The bodies react differently. No? There's no one form of treatment to a single person, even on physical stuff. No? Even if one is having a cancer, and the same kind of cancer, lung cancer, whatsoever, but the, the chemotherapy, the dosage, how, body, how the body reacts to this treatment, they vary. So doctors will continue to, uh, to adjust to see how these drugs react to the body. So it's not as easy as measuring a, a barometer. Okay, this is where how we, 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 we strike the balance. Yeah? If that is the case in the physical, chemical stuff, much less the, the spiritual stuff. So let's, let's, let's not put uh, really uh, too much high expectation that Okay, how do I set this balance? I put this, I put that, and then therefore the balance is like that. The point is, first we recognize that there are these faculties. First, we want to recognize this. I mean, cognitively, because if you don't believe in something, this is like cita piramli lah kan? Kopsai tak percaya, the piramli story, right? So there, there's truth in that. No, if you do not think, if you do not believe of all these faculties, then it will not work, right? So first, the first level is to recognize that there are these faculties, there are these aspects of us, right? That's one. And secondly, so therefore, we want to treat this accordingly. You know? We accept the fact and then we deal with it accordingly. Thirdly, this is a process. This is a jihad. This is mujahada. The treatment must continue. You, 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 it's not like giving you one panel and then you're done with that. Again, but the Faisal is a living experience. And there are many others. I, I know, I, 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 I know loved ones who are also going through such you know, experience. So, yeah, I mean, uh, like, like uh, one of the sisters mentioned, uh, uh, your, your 11-year-old son feeling lonely, empty. You have, you, have, you have talked with her. Thank you, Alhamdulillah. Please continue to give that love, care to him. But, we must also be prepared that you no, know, we cannot expect this to change over probably a short period of time. This is a mujahada, this is a jihad, this is a process. And probably that patience in going through this test from Allah SWT is not just for the patient, but also for the caregivers. And I also want to I also want to, 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 to underline this. When we are faced with such situation, our concern is not just with the the, the person going through this experience, but also with the caregivers. The caregivers themselves may be going through this, this depression. So it is a test for the person as well as for us. No? And this, so this whole process is, uh, this, this whole process of Allah SWT created this life full of trials. Uh, and COVID is a trial. <laughs> uh, we, we, must, we must accept that this is a journey and it will not be a short journey no? it is a long obviously it varies from one to another probably someone uh, uh, may, may, may recover faster than the other but believe me and again uh, this whole thing is God's mercy God's let's let us Believe that that Allah does not put a burden beyond our our capacity. 
Allah knows that we are able to go through. And we must believe that. And that's what our brother Fazal has been doing. You know? Go through and then it's, just, it's a matter of time. Allah SWT will show. So my dua always, when we are, we are, this COVID thing, you know, this COVID, you go through with this test from Allah SWT. I ask Allah SWT, Oh Allah, I know this is a test. I truly believe that there is wisdom in all this. I may not understand this wisdom yet. I may not be able to comprehend this wisdom yet. By asking Allah SWT, grant me the patience to appreciate to understand this wisdom. For, for indeed, I've seen some wisdom 20 years ago, I didn't understand. I didn't go to a certain process, and it's only after 20 years, oh, so this is the wisdom of Allah. So what I'm asking God, oh Allah, give me that wisdom, or give me that patience to understand the wisdom. I do not question the wisdom. I do not question your test, because I believe that, ya yeah, but I ask you, Allah, to give me this patience to go through this jihad and mujahadah. Right? It may take time. So, I do not know how to strike that balance. But I'm saying, first acknowledge that there are these parts and we will continue to learn and we must continue to engage in this process. And like, like we mentioned earlier, family support is very, very important. So you have the, the people to listen to you, to be cared and to be loved. And that is important and this is a process. May Allah subhanahu wa give strength. We ask Allah easiness, Allah gives us hardship. Because Allah wants to give us the strength. Because it's easy, then you don't feel the strength. Lah. <laughs> it's just easy. You want to be, we want to develop muscles. We also need to feel all the pain. And we need to go through. And muscle does not develop in one time going to gym. I've been trying to lose my weight. <laughs> I've not been that, that disciplined in that. So, well, so because I, I, I may not have that, that, that patient, that sober. <laughs> so, we ask Allah SWT to give us that patience. We ask Allah SWT to give us that strength to go through these trials. And la yukallifullah nasa'illah uh, I, I just want to echo what uh, Ustaz Dr. Anand has said. Like, it's true. Uh, recovery is actually a journey. It's a process. It's lifelong. You know, we don't really talk about cure. We talk about, you know, being able to meet the challenge, you know, in a... Uh, successfully but of course it's up and down up and down life is like that you know it's there's this uh, fluctuations <laughs> so even uh, when we talk about uh, mental health challenges you know there's no such thing as a hundred percent truly recovered but it is a journey and you know there's a lot of things that people learn along the way um, so uh, sabar Shukur, you know, celebrate the small, small uh, triumphs, small gains, you know, you, and, and, and uh, humility, forgiveness, you know, we need to heal, all of us need to heal. A lot of things happen to us, especially when we talk about trauma. You know? If we cannot go, you know, if we cannot forgive <coughs> our oppressor, it's very hard to move on. So forgiveness is part of the healing process, to be able to forgive. Allah is of all forgiving and so you know we want to have that quality in us where we can go back and forgive and 
that's how we can move on from the trauma. But uh, and uh, I'm just saying in general, I'm not a counselor actually. Actually, my, my counselors at Clarke they are much better than me. I can tell you. I'm just uh, a GP, but I've seen. Uh, a lot of things and whatever it is, it has to be holistic, it has to be the person must want to get better, person-driven, person-centered. Uh, by the way, when talking about centers, Clubkin, we've actually got four centers now. Uh, we have at Bangkok, in the east we have Pasiris, and then we also have uh, Bukit Bato and Marceline. But uh, because of COVID, a lot of counseling is actually online. Uh, so please feel free to uh, seek help from our counsellors. I think there's also questions, uh, any questions about recovery from addictions and so forth. Uh, I want to maybe just say that uh, Club Hill has uh, translated a book on addictions. It's, it's actually written by a very excellent book, it's called From Relax to Redeemed. Uh, uh, and we translated to Malay, Dari Kampo ke Sambo. So it's, going, it's coming out soon. So, you know, we make use of all the tools that, avail that are available. Uh, like what brother Faisal, uh, he's done a lot of reading and he's had help from the appropriate people. The important thing is to never give up. Sorry, if I may, uh, Sister Rajista asked about you've been going to the mosque, study, uh, you know, attend religious classes. Continue to do that. But don't think that that will, that will solve our problem necessarily. Yeah, I mentioned about the holistic approach. And do not think that meeting or talking to counselors, talking to, talking to psychologists, and meeting psychiatrists is less religious than doing your prayer and attend religious classes. That is equally religious. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asks us to seek help. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asks us to go and treat, get treatment. So that is no less uh, religious. So let's not think that I've gone to, I do my prayer, I go to the mosque. Uh, well, now it's difficult also to go to the mosque, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, I attend religious classes. And why am I, why am I still feeling that way? Yeah, because... It has to be holistic, right? You, you've got to look at the, the, the different aspects. So continue to do that. And continue to also take on the other aspect and they are no less religious. Because separating body from soul is secular, if you say what's secular, right? <laughs> you separate body from soul, you say soul is more important than the body or body is more important than soul. Both are secular in that sense. So continue with, uh, with, uh, with, with, uh, with that process. Okay. Yeah, we, we call it the biopsychosocial spiritual approach. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I just got a mouthful. <laughs> okay, thank you, Ustaz uh, Dr. Hanan and Dr. Radia. Uh, may we have uh, Brother Faisal to answer the third question in regards to uh, do you face any stigma in your, during your recovery journey? Yes, okay. the, stigma always, the stigma is always there. But what is important is I can't change what is there, which I cannot change, but I can change my perception towards the stigma. The stigma does not harm me physically, but harm me emotionally. The stigma does not harm me financially. It has been, been there since long ago, and until today, the stigma is there. So it's how we see ourselves, 
most important. How can we contribute to society, maybe through volunteering, to see your final self-worth? So it's not only about the stigma, the stigma will always be there. So, uh, like Rahil is advocating uh, for the removal of the stigma. There is one thing very good Rahil is doing. Uh, uh, like yeah, I'm really happy uh, because there is a stigma that puts us, puts us down, right? Yeah, but then the stigma is already there. How are we going to perceive it? How are we perceiving it in a bad way or in a challenging way? Okay, right. Thank you, Brother Faisal, for uh, addressing that. Okay, right. Before we close off uh, the session, let us have two more questions. Okay. Um, for the first one, let us have uh, Haira Hairu, who has raised her hand to uh, to ask. Okay. Hi, Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Um, thank you, Ustaz Dr. Mahanan, Dr. Radia, and Brother Faisal for sharing your opinions and your stories. Okay, so um, the first question is actually for Dr. Muhammad Hanan. As an Ustaz and father yourself, do you have a suggestion on the best way to explain mental illness to parents who still see it as like a lack of iman? And I also have a follow-up question for Dr. Radia. Um, out of curiosity, basically, I would like to ask what is usually the steps taken should the family members that are brought in like they do not cooperate when yeah you, when you bring them in yeah and then for the last uh, for the last one for brother Faisal I would like to ask were there people along the way who did not help your recovery process and maybe what did you do to get around it do you um, avoid them or do you talk to them um, yeah th and thank you so much for everyone's sharing so far okay thank you Haira Hairu for these questions okay let me just uh, post another question for the final question uh, which is the most voted one in the Q&A box okay by Fana Fana how do we spot the early signs of mental illness in ourselves or in our loved ones sometimes we appear normal on the outside but are struggling a lot within ourselves thank you Haira um... I've mentioned, I've alluded to, uh, uh, to the point earlier that this mental illness is not just about lack of iman or whatever. Okay? Uh, let's, uh, uh, no, uh, we, we, we need to understand this and we need to understand, uh, we need to help others understand. Uh, not, uh, first, it's also not for us to judge one's iman. We do not know for sure. It is due to Emmanuel. And, and, and that is precisely why I stress and I do this repeatedly about the holistic, the, the, the wholeness of, of this treatment. So how do I explain uh, to them uh, this is not about lack of Even I see, uh, uh, usually our Malays, when they, when they experience this, they say, oh, this is a So we jumpa Ustaz. It's sembuh-sembuh baca Quran, you know. That is also one aspect which Brother Faisal said about the BOMO. So he too has gone through uh, this experience, right? Uh, uh, yeah, one is really, I understand that this is really cultural stigma. But then like Brother Faisal mentioned earlier, you, 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 can, you can't control that. This is, that is not within your circle of influence. So uh, we, not, we do not want to let those uh, let things that are not within our circle of influence to, to really occupy ourselves. So focus on your within your circle of influence, like Badu Fajr said, how do you react to all this? So is it in your mind? It is, uh, it is how you, you, you tell yourself. Se secondly, we will have to continue to engage. Uh, don't give up in, in our engagement with our parents or whomsoever who think that this lack of human. I hope that our Asadiza don't give that simple fatwa uh, and Sazul, eh? 
<laughs> uh, which I, I, I've, 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 uh, I, I marah lah. I mean, I, I've, uh, <laughs> you know, reprimanded some asalizah who give that simplistic response only pasal tak solat dan ni kan. Uh, uh, kita buat dosa banyak and so-so-so. Uh, so it's not that. So we, we want to continue to engage. Thirdly, obviously, is our knowledge you know, about what, what is this iman, about mental health, so that public education. The Asadiza uh, have the role to educate the public about this. Uh, this is not simply about uh, uh, our iman. So it's knowledge. So continue to, to acquire and, 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 and to, to gain this knowledge. Hopefully, inshallah, with the work of Club Hill and there are various other organizations, PPIS, and it, 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 even if you need to go and see non-Muslim uh, uh, organization, well, when you see doctor, uh, you don't choose, right? I mean, <laughs> when, you, when you have fever, you have nodvila, uh, uh, cancer, whatever, you, don't <laughs> you, you, you see doctors, you see an expert, right? So uh, we, we need to continue to, uh, to, to develop that, that, that knowledge. And this brings me to that question about how do we know whether this is mental health or gene? <laughs> which is <laughs> often, uh, you know, people will just say, ah, ni kena jin ada, so, and then and, and, and we call BOMO, and then you know, uh, read the Quran, and so so forth. Uh, again, it, it, to me, it's not either or. It's not either or. Uh, now, I do, not, I do not want to put my, my Rukia hat uh, here, but just simply put, the jin. I mean, as Muslims, we believe in this gene, and the gene will occupy, will, uh, they can easily possess ourselves when we mentally is weak. You know? So it is, to me, the way I understand, it is first because emotionally, mentally, you are weak, then therefore this external uh, sources, whatsoever, Will, will easily defeat you. So the way is not just to chase away the possession of the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the, the gene or whatever. The way is mentally, emotionally, we must be prepared, we must be strong. Don't provide a, a, a conduit, a platform for this gene or whatever. So it's not an either or. It is in fact to me, sometimes it's more important to treat the mental aspect first, and then we treat the, 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 the gene and so on so forth. So I personally, yes, I, I, I believe on the, yes, the possession and so on so forth. But often and many, many times, uh, these are not issue of possession, but it's mental health. So seek help. See people. Go to Club Hill, PPIS, or whomsoever. Uh, go and seek help for, for that. Thank you. Uh, can we have Dr. Radia to address the other questions? Uh, okay, uh, I want to touch a bit about the difference uh, between mental illness and mental weakness. Uh, those are two different things, you know. Uh, if some say someone has diabetes, but uh, and uh, but you know, mentally the person is not strong, and maybe the person the, the diabetes, diabetes is not well managed, but that doesn't mean the person is mentally ill, you know, but maybe uh, he, he's, you know, whereas uh, someone may have a mental illness like depression, but can still be mentally strong, you know what I mean? There is a difference between 
uh, illness and weakness. So that is one thing I want to say. Lah. So when you're mentally strong, whether you have a mental illness or diabetes, or you, you tend to do well. Whereas if you're weak, emotionally, mentally, any illness, you may not do so well. So um, that's what I mean. That's why the holistic aspect of things is uh, very important. Uh, how do you spot the early signs of mental oh, illness? Oh, early signs. Oh, yes. okay. Early signs. Um, um, actually, when we talk about early signs, uh, you can feel it uh, in yourself. If you're feeling, so for example, depression, you have this low mood that lasts longer than two weeks. If it's just a few days feeling down, then that's not considered to be a mental illness. But if it's prolonged, if it's more severe, then you're going into that. You know? So it's good to detect things early. Don't wait until it gets very bad. So if you feel like you're starting to lose your function, you're not sleeping well, you're not eating well, you're irritable, you're anxious, you're just, you know, things are just not right. You're just being uh, irritable and snapping at people. So that could all point out to early signs. Uh. So, so because uh, we wait and we wait, you might even develop um, psychosis where you can hear voices and uh, have weird thoughts. If possible, we don't want to go into a stage of psychosis because that's usually later stage of illness. That's why when we talk about uh, mental illness, there's a, a lot of overlap. Most most people, when they become unwell, they start with anxiety and then depression. And then by the time they develop psychosis, that's already very severe. So um, it's good if we can detect it in ourselves and our loved ones. So you see something just not quite right. Um, don't wait. Uh, explore, you know, with your loved ones, yourself, and seek help early. It's good to seek help early. If it turns out that you're healthy, that's fine. You know, um, we don't do mental illness screening like we do diabetes screening or hypertension because there's no instrument or there's no blood test for it. You know, but we can uh, feel it within ourselves or looking at our loved ones. Uh, actually, Brother Faisal might be able to answer this question better. Early signs of being unwell. Yeah. Okay, maybe Barifizer can answer that and also the final question, which was, uh, were there or was there anyone who didn't support you throughout your recovery journey? Uh, so the early signs of uh, depression, let's say, let's say the illness is depression, it may be lack of sleep or you can't sleep at all, isolation. When you are one, you want to, uh, at one time, you like to move around, you like to make friends, you like to go out, and suddenly you have to isolate yourself. And uh, uh, lack of appetite, you like to eat, like you like to eat certain food, and suddenly you lose, you lose interest in eating. These are the early signs, and there are many more other early signs that changes you from that one person that you were before into another person. That can be signs of mental illness. Uh, so that's my answer for that question. And has a lot of people not helped me in my struggles? Yes, because maybe I think I did not look at, I did not look for these people at the right places. I was looking at my friends. My families could not understand what is material. What is material? They could not understand what is addiction. So I was looking for, for, for help 
at the wrong places. So when I went to the right places, for example, in Narcotics Anonymous, that's kind of case. Club Seal. Well, in later years, now the community support is better. Uh, I find there are, lots, there, are lots, there are lots of people that can help. Uh, it's, it's up to the individual whether you want to find these people or you don't want to find them. Okay, thank you everyone. Thank you, Sir Dr. Haran Hassan. Thank you, Dr. Rada Salim and Brother Faisal for addressing all of those questions. We have a lot of questions in the Q&A box, but unfortunately, we are not able to address all of them. But if you um, think that those questions are important or if you seek some answers, or even if you want um, follow up to your uh, situation, you can do so by um, going to Club Hill or to other organizations. Okay, so the number for Club Hill is stated on the screen, uh, 6899-3463, or you may also email them at info at clubhill.org.sg. Alternatively, you can also call the AIC, which is 1-800-650-6060. Okay, you may uh, take a screenshot of uh, this, uh, this photo, inshallah. Okay, Alhamdulillah, we are almost at the end of our session. Jazakumullah khairajazak to our invited speakers, Dr. Ustaz Dr. Hanan Hassan, Dr. Radia Salim and Brother Faisal for their precious time and for their contributions and a sincere thank you for all who have joined in for the event. Sazul? Yes? If, if, if I may, before, before we end, I probably some uh, a couple of recommendations. Brother mm -hmm. uh, okay. Faisal has shared how his readings uh, have helped him in terms of his recovery in terms of the journey. So I thought uh, uh, to, to recommend some uh, some materials. And this is like as a gift before we leave. Uh, one is by my my teacher, my professor, Professor Malik Badri, uh, a well-known Muslim uh, psychologist. Uh, he's, a, uh, he's also a, he's a practicing psychologist as well as a, a, a practicing Sufi. He has a very interesting book. I mean, when, when he was preparing this book, we talked a lot about this book. We, we engaged in conversation. His book is uh, Contemplation. It, this is a, it, it was initially written in Arabic, but then he, he wrote also in English on Tafakkur, how, how contemplation helps. So the, uh, Malik Badri, uh, Contemplation is Psycho-Spiritual Perspective, something like that. Yeah? Uh, if you can grab that book and then also so that the, the spiritual uh, way, this one. There's another book. Uh, I, I really enjoyed reading this book. This is by one of our uh, earlier scholars. I, I wrote articles about this book probably more than two decades ago. Miss Kawe, uh, uh, the, the scholar, Miss Kawe, the, uh, a Persian scholar, Miss Kawe. He wrote the book in Arabic, obviously, Tahdibul Akhlaq. But this has been uh, translated into English, Refinement of Character. Now, it, uh, part of this book is really, you know, today we talk about CBT, Cognitive Behavior uh, Therapy. Uh, so you will see some of these processes uh, introduced by Ms. Kawe very early. So that, that, that book is very interesting, uh, Refinement of Character. Uh, and thirdly, probably a gift I, 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 I asked a host to share with you um, a small article uh, here. This is just a small part of a, a long, uh, a, a long piece uh, uh, where, where it talks about the different aspects and how, and how, how, this, how this understanding of the core role and so forth affect the way we, we, we see uh, uh, education. So this is just my, my, my gift uh, for uh, participants. 
uh, who are still around uh, for, 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 your, for your reading. Obviously, as, as you see, this was written more than uh, almost a decade ago. Uh, but I, I think that there, 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 there is still value, there, there is still relevance to some of the things. So this is for uh, simple reading. So three books, uh, one by Malik Badri. Secondly, uh, Miss Kaweh, uh, Refinement of Character. And thirdly, just, just a, a few pages for me for, uh, for your reading, inshallah. And please pray, inshallah, pray hard. And this is a journey. We ask Allah subhanahu to give us that, that istiqamah, that patience to go through this mujahada. And for that, we will be rewarded accordingly, inshallah. Thank you very much. Uh, Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Waalaikumsalam and amin to the dua Dr. Wahanan. Okay, right. Uh, so for the PDF that you are seeing on screen, we will inshallah share it on um, our Telegram channel, which is Learn Islam SG. Okay. So for those who uh, have um, your Telegram app, you may search Learn Islam SG and inshallah we will share the PDF um, slide for this. Okay. Uh, you can also uh, follow us on our Facebook page, Adil SG, and also Instagram, which is um, isadil.sg. Okay. So let us um, end the session. Once again, thank you for being part of um, the Adil Knowledge Retreat, themed I Need a Break. May all of you live tonight's event feeling enlightened, inshallah. Uh, may we meet again in the, in the near future and I wish all of you good night and I will end with Assalamualaikum Warahmatullahi Wabarakatuh.